So welcome listeners, um, my name is Anne Glover, also known as Mother Dula, for those who don't know me already, and I'm so delighted to start our second series of the podcast, Let's Do It, and this is to raise awareness of service and support available for families in Northern Ireland, anything to do with pregnancy, birth and babies. So this second series is going to be all about personal birthing experiences, and I am going to have mummies and daddies on talking about their own experiences of could be parenthood or it could be their birth or anything to do with babies um so please tune in and enjoy so this evening we're kicking off with um a lady who's got her own birthing experience to share with us Uh, and we don't know where this is going to go but our basically our subject is rebirth so our first guest tonight um, is Andrea and we're going to have a wee chat um, about Andrea's experience of rebirth. Some of you may already be familiar with this concept um, some of you may not and I hope you're going to learn something from it but I know you're really going to enjoy this wee session so please keep listening. Um, so welcome Andrea. Thank you. So we have been anticipating and thinking about this wee podcast probably for nearly a year because we Ollie is almost a year old (laughs) and I'm just beyond excited now that we're actually sitting down here and going to do it. Um, So do you want to just introduce yourself, just tell the listeners a wee bit about yourself. Yeah, Um, I'm Andrea, I am mum to two boys. Both of my boys were, spoiler alert, born by <laughs> Caesarean. Yeah. Um, so I had a bit of birth trauma around both of those and that's why we're going to chat about rebirth. Yeah. So just to give you a wee bit of the picture, um, I was absolutely delighted when Andrew asked me to be her doula. Now, that's a good while ago now. <laughs> uh, when you weren't, you weren't far yeah, into your I pregnancy. Probably wasn't even. No, I, I was eight weeks. Eight weeks, yeah. oh my goodness. Remember us meeting and having a chat about it and all. And um, you also did hypnobirthing. You and your husband did yeah. hypnobirthing as well from preparation for the birth. And we were planning, I say we, yeah, we were all planning a home birth yeah. for the second baby. Yeah. And I know this is where um, the rebirth comes into this a wee bit. So will I just do, will I explain a wee bit what rebirth is and then we'll take yeah. it from there, yeah? Because this is something Andrew and I did a lot of research um, on our own and got together um, from different perspectives. So just for the listeners, um, rebirth is usually as a result of um, a birth not going the way that maybe mummy and baby had planned. Uh, so what happens is the mother and baby would get into a nice warm bath or the birthing pool if that's what they'd planned before, which usually this is where the, the it comes from. And uh, the mummy makes the room and everything the way that she'd wanted, the way she'd planned. And then whenever she's lovely and settled in the, the pool, um, someone, the, the birthing partner, husband or the doula would hand the baby to her. And this is usually in the first few weeks after the birth. So then the baby floats on its back. Um, but remember not to put the ears in, just the floats in the back. And usually the baby goes really still and just floats her and just gazes at mummy and there is that sort of 
the same baby gaze that we all know whenever babies are born. So it's very much like a womb-like experience for the baby. And then the mother just talks and whispers and soothes the baby and strokes the baby. And baby becomes really relaxed and usually experience can then lead on to a lovely breastfeeding session as well. Now I know that this can happen um, as well from breastfeeding grief. Uh, It can happen and can be very beneficial for that for mum and baby. Uh, It can help to stimulate breastfeeding or if there's any latching problems but in this instance it was more about the birth. Yeah, Yeah. I'm right Andrea, bringing back all the memories here (laughs) talking about this. So, um, do you want to talk a wee bit about why you did a wee bit of research into it? So we had been planning the home birth and that was going to be my healing experience because with my first, um, it had been a caesarean because he was breech, but I was totally traumatised by the whole experience, um, which led to me having um, postnatal depression and anxiety and PTSD. Um, after the first birth so this time around I had planned a beautiful natural home birth and that was going to be my healing experience but that was not what happened baby had other plans (laughs) so at 42 weeks and one day he was born by emergency cesarean section in the hospital very much like his big brother's birth he just wanted to be the same yeah um so I I did have a lot of things in place should that have happened um, and I thought that I wouldn't have had the same trauma afterwards um, and I so I had informed my health visitor my midwives, I had spoken with Shauna at Birthwise I had been up to see Anne-Marie with Birth Afterthoughts I had my doula, I had everything that I could possibly have had in place mm. to avoid going back to that dark place and to an extent I didn't but mm-hmm. it was still that something that I just needed to heal from and it was maybe about three or four days after the baby came I was chatting this over with um, my midwife that was visiting me at home and I just broke down with her and told her you know how I was feeling and I felt so guilty for, for saying that I, f- I felt that way because I was healthy, baby was healthy um, but it's that old thing if that's not all that matters exactly so yeah. um, mm-hmm. I said to her you know I, I still had all the home birth things here and I was looking at them and every time I looked at them I just I was so angry and I was so upset and there was another lady who was pregnant at the same time and I was waiting to hear had she had her home birth and all of these emotions so I just I, I broke down and, and, and spoke to the midwife and she said to me Andrea that's grief you're grieving the birth that you wanted and you didn't have. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So we got together because we. I was meeting you anyway because I. I was your postnatal delivery yeah. bit as well. So I was well aware of what was going on, and I don't know exactly how we came round to this, but. Well, I. You, I'd started looking on. I. I started looking up on the internet because I thought, you know, how am I going to deal with this? I have had all these things in place, but I'm still grieving. And so I went on, you know, and I basically just Googled birth grief or something because I thought I can't be the only person that feels like this. Um, And I, so I came across rebirth um, and I sent you a wee message, you know, to kind of see how you, what you would think about it. 
and actually independently of me you had been looking at something about it as well that's right i remember uh, coming across an article on it in the jilly uk magazine and thinking wow that looks rather magical and it was obviously in my mind and then i've been doing some research as well and we both got got together and got a wee plan in action yeah, yeah. and started um to think about doing that because we we really recognized you know that there was some emotional healing to be done and it was this morning over the loss of an experience that we you know, have been planning for and that it was so important to you because it was part of the the healing from the first birth as well so um it also stems, I suppose, from the fact that, you know, that if um, a woman strongly believes that birth is a natural occurrence um, and then you end up having a cesarean, and this was your, your second cesarean, that all these emotions and the grief, the anger, mm-hmm. all that process. So that's what we looked about as well. And we looked we looked at that whole, um, the grieving process and looked at it was normal the grieving going through the the grieving stages like the the denial the anger um the the negotiation and the depression and then finally the acceptance so by doing having this lovely rebirth and experience it really was very magical andrea yeah. like wasn't it so um it was we, very touching we had to kind of think how we were going to do it because i knew i wanted it to mimic what i had hoped for my birth so it needed to be dark which meant it had to be sort of evening, night time. Yeah. I knew that my elder child needed to be out of the house <laughs> because a pool in the living room was too tempting. So, <laughs> But I also knew that I wanted him to be involved in some way so that I could heal from his his birth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we came up with the idea of late afternoon, early evening, um, and his daddy would take him out and Anne and I and the baby would stay at home. And we got all the pools set up, we had all the fairy lights, we even had the music um, yeah. from the hypnobirthing um, the background tracks. Um, so it was it, it very much was how I had planned the room to be for the birth. Um, so yeah, it was very magical and yeah. Exciting. Yeah, and I remember so clearly. And then what I had forgotten about, which you reminded me we were having a wee chat beforehand, was I read the mother's conversation to you which was part of the hypnobirthing course um part of the bonding and you really you really loved yeah, that so didn't I, got, you? I got into the pool um and read that and it was then that i realized that i i had only really been focusing on the birth but that made me realize that the birth was just such a tiny fraction of the whole experience i'd had the whole pregnancy everything had been so amazing it had been so different to my first pregnancy i had felt amazing i was so healthy and strong and mentally i was so much better than i had been with the first pregnancy so the whole pregnancy was just such a fantastic experience and then even you know coming up to the birth it had all been my my decision i held on for for, for 42 weeks in one day and i waited and i got the experience labor you did yeah waited until i knew my baby was ready to come and Mm. like even down to the the choice to have the cesarean in the end that was my choice and my baby's choice nobody else made that choice for me so yeah it made me realize how much i had 
you know to be grateful for even though I hadn't had the, the birth that I had hoped for but that was only such a small part of the whole experience yeah and it's not lovely just to you know to to realize that and recognize mm-hmm. that as well yeah. yeah so here tell us a bit more about the rebirth um because I talked to you a bit about at the beginning about Ollie going in the pool and going life yeah. like and having the feet so I, I had I read um I read the, the, the mother's, mother's conversation with the unborn child mm-hmm. and once I'd done that then Anne brought Ollie into the pool and he just floated <laughs> and it was so beautiful to see and he did that newborn gaze and it was just it was so magical and he just really relaxed because he had been getting a bit sort of grumpy and wanting me and <laughs> he was about to have a screaming match and then once he got into the pool he just absolutely chilled out and it was just lovely yeah um and then we had as you said a lovely breastfeed so he just mm-hmm. latched on and um oh, it was just it was so beautiful and actually then it was timed very well because once <laughs> we had just finished sort of having that lovely newborn bubble um then my older child came came back home and of course too much excitement at a swimming pool in the living room so he yeah. had to come in um and he's not one for being still but once he got in the pool he actually did the same thing is that he amazing mm-hmm. completely chilled out and nearly did that newborn gaze thing as well mm-hmm. um and it was just it was so magical and lovely um it yeah, was it was, was lovely. it was healing for me and i hope that it was healing for him as well yeah definitely and uh, you did a lovely blog on it as well yeah, didn't you with a few photos and all yeah. so if anyone wants to is it open to public is it yeah, yeah. yeah so if anyone wants to have a look at it it's uh life, life hack, hack mum mom. Yeah. blog which um, um it's lifehackmum.home.blog mm-hmm. Read it. It's absolutely lovely. I'll, I tell you now, listeners, I'll give you the goosebumps because <laughs> it is so amazing. And I felt really quite, um, I felt really quite special to be involved in that whole process as well, because we're obviously close in a very special way, um, because of being with you, being with you and your husband, like through the hypnobirthing and getting to know you for the birth and and being in the hospital and being home with you and everything so it was really quite um it was a very special experience for me and I'll never forget it you know it was so so moving I think that's the best word very moving and really unbelievable to see the reaction mm-hmm. you know of the baby and also of your toddler like yeah. it was it was great so um well we couldn't have done it without you Oh no, no, well, I don't know about that. Um, and it just rem- just reminds me that I have heard as well of you know if, if some mums are in hospital have a, have the birth and it doesn't turn out the way they want that there are some midwives who will run the lovely bath for them and um, get mummy into the bath and then hand her the baby, probably hoping to uh, create that lovely cocoon, that womb-like experience, um, a healing experience, because that's really what it is. It really is a healing experience. So I just hope that the listeners um, have learned something about this and will pass the knowledge on if they know of anyone who they think would benefit off or are interested in it, that they can research and look look up about it and and maybe it'll be useful, useful information. 
So before we go, Andrew, I've got some time. I'd love you to maybe fill in the listeners what you've been up to because it's quite amazing now, all these things that you've been doing. <laughs> well, I've been a busy bee. Yeah. Um, so after that healing journey for myself, I felt like I needed to help others. So um, I mentioned Birthwise um, as I was chatting there. They, they really helped me um, during my pregnancy and after my pregnancy as well. Um, so I've been working with Birthwise on their doula program or the birth support for parents to be, mm-hmm. um, which has been providing people who are without birth partners due to COVID with doulas. So I have been volunteering with them, helping them out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also recently done um, peer support training with We Are Pangs, yeah. and I am running a Zoom support group for parents with any mental health struggles um, and so that is on a monday evening and there's also now just one started with one of the other volunteers on friday gosh i also volunteer with the sling and nappy library mm-hmm. so helping out parents that way too mm-hmm. um and then there's a new venture as yes, well, well I <laughs> so new, many two new jobs <laughs> yeah. so i've started um this is basically so that i can extend my maternity leave for as long as possible <laughs> so i'm working from home selling Neil's yard products and also selling clothes for a charity to raise funds um for medical aid abroad mm-hmm. and the charity is called hardship and i have also just signed up to do um, meditation teacher training. Excellent. So I have been using meditation now to kind of go back and heal other past traumas um, and I feel like that is something that I would like to do for other people. So I'm training to be a meditation teacher and I hope to help other people heal their traumas through meditation. Wow. So my goodness, how do you have time to breathe? (laughs) I don't know. Busy mummy with a very positive attitude to to parenting as well mm-hmm. which is which is brilliant so Andrew I can't believe we've chatted on here and it's 18 minutes and I always try to keep this podcast about by 20 so just about time like to finish finish up and you mentioned that charity um was closed if people can anyone get in um, contact yes, or they if they're interested page um so if you just search hardship Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Belfast-based charity, so you can have a look on there. Yeah. Um, or I have all of that on my Linktree account. A Linktree account? Oh my goodness. So if you if you type in link it's uh huh, and then forward slash Andrea Murta. Mm-hmm. So I have the details for all of those charities and everything else. everything at all so if anyone wants to find out more or become involved in any of that please do get in touch and i'll put the link on my instagram whenever i advertise this wee podcast if anyone can um can re- reach you there um so i just want to finish up by thanking you andrea for um telling your story it's been so so lovely to hear and it's lovely for us to relive that all again but I really hope, I'm sure it will touch other people as well. It's very personal to you, so I do appreciate you sharing it on the podcast for Let's Do It. So um, thank you again. And I just want to finish up by saying, if you, anyone wants to get in touch with me, I'm at motherdoula.com or Facebook, Doula and Glover or Hypnobirth and Glover. Or you can catch me on Instagram at Anne So thank you and we've got another excellent episode coming up so please do stay tuned to Let's Do It.